A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Agriculture is everywhere, even in Wisconsin's most populated cities. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Brandy Grayson joins us in studio. She's the CEO of Urban Triage. This is a nonprofit in Madison that provides education and services primarily to the black community. One of their programs is all about expanding your farm business and agriculture knowledge. It happens to be one of their most popular programs. Brandy tells us about it. We run a cohort every summer. Sometimes we run two cohorts, just depending on the weather. Last year, um, two thousand. Well, this year there was a semi drought, so we got <laughs> we wasn't able to grow a lot as um, we're used to. Um, so we run a couple cohorts, and then we teach families along with their children how to grow food, how to farm, and how to enter um, different avenues to entrepreneurship and agriculture. Um, And this year we launched our first pilot program with hemp. So, um, and then in our agriculture program, we also distribute about 5,000 pounds of organic produce from our farm and we give it out in CSA packages to uh, community members across Dane County. Why agriculture as a way to connect with the community? Well, because land um, and nature is healing. And part of our work is grounded in healing. How do we support families with bonding with their children? And also people known as black. We have been discouraged from farming because of historical trauma. So there's this kind of dislike for farming and agriculture and this idea of like farming isn't for me. And we want to encourage our people and all community members to get back to the land. And there's food shortage, right? There's an access thing like and produce is so expensive. It's so many reasons, right? We want to support people in supporting themselves holistically and understanding how to plant and grow food inside your apartment, how to build a uh, garden bed on your balcony if you don't have a home and things like that. So it's really important for us that the tools and skills we teach people is transferable and they can go and they can use it, you know? Brandy, where is the Urban Triage Farm? Our farm is located um, at the Farley Center. It's called the Farley Center for Social Justice, um, ran and owned by the Farleys. Um, they've been around for decades. And so they run a nonprofit farm. And oh my God, y'all, if people who know the Farleys know that this land is gorgeous. I mean, it's amazing. And they run a nonprofit and they allow farmers uh, across Dane County to farm for free. So they've given us two acres of land. And at the Farley Center, they also have bees. And they harvest, um, I don't know if you call honey, making honey harvesting, but they make honey and they sell it. Um, and they also have organic burial cemetery. So they have a few, a cemetery on their land. So if you come to our farm, you might see like a procession of folks going to bury their people. It is beautiful, y'all. It's, it's like calming. They have all these art things up and we have our annual uh, harvest fest every year there. And that is always, I think it brings about 2000 people and they have other festivals on the land. It is really nice. And give me a sense again, I know you've mentioned this a little bit before, but the sense of the crops that you're growing. Oh, we grow anything and everything. Um, And just so you guys know, I am not the farmer and I'm not the person that um, actually is doing the work. My program manager, Ruth Anna, is um, our farmer and she's amazing. We grow things that we're not supposed to grow like peanuts. Right. So we grew some peanuts um, this summer. We grow all kind of different greens, um, carrots, uh, zucchini, squash, spinach, cabbage, onions, garlic. Like we grow anything that you can think tomatoes. 
we grow it like <laughs> and we try different things all the time and i think the variety of produce we i think we grew 50 different produce last year this summer this 2023 so it's just it just depends and i'm not a farmer so i don't even know the names of the vegetations and the produce we produce but i know oh potatoes we grow potatoes we grow all kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> and what what's cool is that folks can have the option to take this stuff home, but you're also doing the CSA program? Absolutely. So the folks who take part in our program and our cohort, they get to harvest the, their produce and take it home. Um, and then we the overflow that we, we grow, we give out to the community. Um, because we also have tons of volunteers, and we always need volunteers during the, during the summertime to help us harvest and take care of the farm. Um, so if you're interested, please, please, please shoot us an email or visit our website. You can email us at info at urban u-r-b-a-n triage t-r-i-a-g-e dot o-r-g or visit our website urbantriage.org um, to sign up to volunteer um, please do we need you um, if you want to donate please do we provide stipends to participants to the youth and to their families for you know taking part in the activities and we provide transportation from our park street location to the farm in verona you know, I don't imagine that farming two acres of specialty crops is a cheap endeavor. I imagine no. it takes some money. Um, So everything we give out in CSA, no one has to pay for. It's kind of part of our model, right? Like everything we do, we want to give back to the community. So currently our program has been heavily funded by USDA and NRCS, um, all federal programs. Um, and we've also received donations. Agriculture is actually our most popular program. So most of our donations are towards our agriculture program. Um. I think because we're in Wisconsin and people want to, you know, support agriculture, which we appreciate and our families appreciate. Um, and one of the things that when we started our farm, people were like, poor people or people who are surviving poverty, they don't farm or they, they won't be interested in that program. And the honest to God truth is that we have a waiting list every summer for folks who desire to be in our program um, because it is I don't know, you guys, you if you people out there listening you probably know about the Farley Center, but it is it's, it's magical. It has this ability of calming you, bringing peace to you. And I don't know, farming and agriculture is something that I never even thought that we would even get into or something I would enjoy. But it's something about putting your hand in the dirt, right? And digging the dirt up and then putting, planting food and then watching it grow and then harvesting is, is pretty powerful. And I think our community members really enjoy it. So tell me, what is the cutoff for number of participants in the egg program? Yeah, we try to keep our cohorts to about 20. So we run about um, two cohorts a summer. So about 40 families are served and families could be one person or two parents or two parents and three children. So it's it's 20 families per cohort, but we could end up with 40, 50 people at the farm. Give me a sense of the responses you've gotten from these programs. What about it is driving that interest? I th I really think that some folks um like for me I I'm I'm an 80s baby but when I was growing up my grandmother had a garden Right. Like when we were growing up, everybody grew something all the time. We could go outside and pick cucumbers off the fence, you know, put a little salt and you rinse it off. You eat it. Right. Um, and I feel like a lot of folks our age and um, a little bit below our age. I'm, I'm in my, my late 40s. Um, but folks in that age, it's like I, I miss that. And, and, and the community members often are migrated from like down 
South and other areas where they did have more hands-on experience or at least exposure to uh, growing food and agriculture. So when it when we launched our program, surprisingly, people were like, oh my God, I've been waiting on something like this. I always wanted to do farming. I always wanted to grow my own vegetables, but I didn't know where to go or people would charge me for it or it didn't make sense. So I think just having the, um, the resource and the opportunity is like, okay, I, I don't know if I, I will like it, but I'll give it a try. And then when folks are out there, they fall in love. Give us a success story of a family that you've seen it and made a difference. Yeah. So we have um, one family who came through our program and started their own agriculture program, you know, is now growing food um, and has a small plot on another farm growing food and selling it. And then we have another family who's, who's growing fl- flowers and selling them at the farmer's market. Right. So, um, Oh, and then we had our, our first uh, hemp graduates and they all had to um, present their business plan and their project, right. To enter the hemp and uh, you know, the, the venture of, growing your own hemp and taking it to processing and extracting CBD. So they all had to create their own business plans and folks are really excited. Um, I think that program had so much interest that it was ridiculous. Like we can only take 10 people because it's, and then um, in that program, after they graduated, they get a $2,500 stipend that goes towards their business, right? So I, I'm hoping, I'm, I know that we're going to see some success stories from that because the interest was amazing. And that was in, partnership with Herbal Aspects, and they helped us develop the curriculum for that and taught folks how to enter the business of CBD. So you're really generating more agribusinesses in this state. We're hoping. Any uh, room for expansion? What other ideas do you have going on for the next year? Um, I think our focus on the on this year um, is to we so Farley Center gave us two acres, and I think we only grew on a, um, a, a one and a half acres because we had to do something with the land, let it sit. So this year we're going to um, grow on all the land. We're also hoping to hire um, agriculture lead too, so that we can uh, increase our ca- capacity and an agriculture specialist. So we would love to. Increase increase the number of families that's on the farm and we would like to run our um, cohort for hemp one more time as well. I mean, every year we want to do it, but this year was our first time. So next this year, we're hoping, well, I'm always already acting like we're in 2024, but this, this growing season that's coming up, um, we would like to increase our capacity to grow hemp as well. We did, we only had 10 plants this year. We would love to plant about 20. Brandy Grayson along with us, CEO of Urban Triage. They offer a variety of programs to help lift up minority communities across Dane County. Agriculture happens to be their most popular program. They welcome families to grow specialty crops at their two-acre farm at the Farley Center. And if some of those folks want to take it to the next level and start a farm business, Urban Triage helps out with that endeavor as well. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.